You're listening to Shine On, a podcast presented by Solar Power Europe, the European Association for Solar Power. Join us as we shine a light on the latest developments in the solar sector. Hello and welcome to Shine On, a podcast by Solar Power Europe. I'm your host, Lucas Clark Memler, and in this series, Sustainability Champions, we are shining a spotlight on people and companies leading the charge with sustainability efforts. In this episode, I'll talk with Massimo Lombardi, Head of Sustainability Ecosystem at NL Green Power. So thanks for being here today, Massimo. Hello. Thanks. Thanks, Lucas, for joining me in this interview. And can I ask where you're calling in from today? Yes, actually, I'm, I'm in Rome. I'm, I'm calling from home up to the pandemia situation, and I'm living in Rome since, since I was a child, and I work here as well. Lovely. And do you have sun in Rome today? Yes, quite a nice, a nice day. Yeah. That's great. So why don't, why don't you first introduce yourself to our listeners and tell them a little bit about your role as Head of Sustainability Ecosystem at Anel Green Power? Yes, sure. What I can say, I'm I'm 52 years old. I have a degree in, in engineering. I'm, I have a, a big passion for for technology. I'm I'm a maker, you know. But but also I'm a lover of of, of I'm, I'm I really I really love sea and I have a great passion for sailing. Generally speaking, from the professional point of view, I'm I'm working in NL since 2000, so more or less 20 21 years. And in in this period, I had the, the chance to to do different different jobs within the company. At the beginning, I was in charge of the commercial department in in one of the company of Enel that is called Enel Sole. Then I was responsible for the merger and acquisition department in infrastructure and network division. Then then I had the occasion to live outside Italy, especially in, in Slovakia. And in that case, I was uh, in charge of managing real estate and general services activities in that perimeter. I joined sustainability more or less five years ago, at the beginning as a head of sustainability projects in Italy. And, and now, as you were saying, and uh, the sustainability ecosystem unit in in uh, in NL Green Power. About my experience, you know, sustainability it's 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 quite a wide topic. A lot of things should be done. We, we have done something, but one thing is clear for me at, at this time that despite on how big you can be, and I'm referring to the companies, you cannot do everything alone. So the the key. In, in these activities is the collaboration, the collaboration with the different stakeholders. Only, only in this way you can maximize the effort, you know, the effort as an outcome of your actions. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you, you've brought up the topic of sustainability at, at NL Green Power already. Maybe you can talk us through a little bit about the overall sustainability strategy, so the, the vision of sustainability that NL has. Yes, absolutely. Enel started several years ago the what I call sustainability journey. At the beginning, adopting the creating share value approach, especially close to our power plants. The idea was in at that time to to maximize as much as we can the the, the positive impact of our presence in that territory, collaborating especially with the local communities and and as well protecting the environment. So at the beginning we were touching what we call the classical value chain, you know, the the business development, engineering and construction and operation and maintenance phase. Since few years we decided also to to enlarge this approach 
touching what we call extended value chain. So involving the beginning and the end of the entire value chain. Um, in other words, you know, creating a strong relationship with our supply chain on one side, but also involving our clients in sustainability. And we are doing that approach in, in several ways, let me say. For instance, for, for the supply chain, we are working mainly in two directions. The first one is embedding sustainability criteria in the qualification and also in the awarding processes for our tender. But let me say, to, to avoid these strategies could become a, a barrier for our supply chain. We also do specific initiatives together with our suppliers or through one-to-one agreement or also through event like an yearly based event that we call Sustainability Forum. That is an occasion in which together with our supply chain, we share our strategy in terms of sustainability, but also we try to start concrete sustainability projects to work together with them. You know, the idea is to grow together with our supply chain. That's that's for, for the supply chain approach. On the customer side, we develop a specific offer dedicated to our clients in that we call premium offer, in which we give the opportunity to our clients to join us or in a CSV project, so in a creating shared value projects that is already running and consider that we have a portfolio of more than 700 projects running right now in the NL Green Power Perimeter, or to start a new project together with the client in a specific area that is of its own interest. That's great. So you mentioned the sustainability journey of Enel, and I'd like to hear a little bit more about this journey. And you know, in any journey, there's ups and downs. So you know, let's let's talk about the successes and the challenges. So we, I mean, we we can start positive with with some of the sustainability milestones and any other successes that you'd like to talk about. Yes, absolutely. As I was saying, we have couple of phases in in our sustainability strategy. So the first milestone that we achieved so far is for sure related to the full implementation of sustainability, as I was saying, in the engineering construction phase and in the operation and maintenance phase. We have right now a clear set of procedures that are collected more or less in in a specific model, in 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 two specific model, or like we we called two specific pillar that are the sustainable construction site and the sustainable plant. And that was, from my point of view, a a, a big milestone that we achieved. The second one is to enlarge, as I was saying, this approach also externally, you know, involving the supply chain and also in in our clients in, in the creating share value approach. The target is to demonstrate that sustainability can be really an opportunity and, and not is just a matter of solving problems. Absolutely. No, that, that, and that, that already is a big success. In terms of the, the difficulties that you face, though, could you talk about some of the challenges that you maybe have overcome or, or even any challenges that you anticipate you still have to face? Yes, sure. Probably one of the greatest challenges that we were facing in the past and we are still facing in, in, in some occasions is related to show and to demonstrate that sustainability is value. You know, it's not just a matter of being good, it's not just a matter of doing the right thing, but 
can be for the company an opportunity. It's still, in my mind, the definition of creating shared value that Harvard professor Michael Porter uh, said years ago, you know, finding genuine business opportunities in solving social issues. You know, only after you have demonstrate that sustainability can be an opportunity, you can work in embedding deeply sustainability within every single company process. Mm. Now, the real challenge is to push this approach to the entire value chain, involving, for instance, not only our first layer of supplier, but also our sub-suppliers going deeply up to the extraction of the raw material, for instance. That's that's the real challenge that we are facing now, and we are working on it. Mm-hmm. So I'd now like to turn our attention to this idea of the circular economy. So I, I know that that fits into Enel's vision of sustainability, but perhaps we can start for listeners who are less familiar with this idea with you explaining a little bit about what the circular economy refers to and how it impacts sustainability at Enel. Yeah, I, I, I'll try to do my best in explaining <laughs> what does it mean circular economy, but let's let's give this example. You know, since a few years ago, the classic model, especially in the industrial sector, was the so-called linear economy. You know, in, in a simple words, if in a production of a good, for instance, you have some kind of materials in input, those materials are going to be used for the production of these goods, then you have the product with its own life, and at the end, you have to dismiss it. In other words, you have to manage waste. Circular economy is different. It's a completely different approach because with this approach, you think and you design that specific product since the beginning, thinking not only to its usage, but also to its disposal. So, for instance, you think in designing phases on how to give to that specific product a second or a third life. So, if you think deeply about circular economy, it's probably the most powerful enabler of sustainability on one side, but it's also, on the other side, strictly connected with innovation. Because To apply properly this approach, sometimes you have to change technology. You have for sure to think to a different business model. So innovation is also a key factor to fully apply circular economy approach. That's the reason, for instance, why in NL there is just one division at holding level that is in charge to manage together sustainability, innovation, and circular economy. And, and the name is it's quite nice because it's called innovability function. You know, the, mm. the, the merge between the two words, uh, sustainability and innovation. No, that, 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 that makes a lot of sense. I'd like to talk a little bit about your role at Enel again, but maybe in this case, you know, looking back, because as far as I know, you've been with Enel for more than 20 years. Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. Yes. So I imagine in that time, the approach to sustainability has changed significantly, even just the way that sustainability is understood. 
And I'm hoping you could talk a little bit about that. Yes, you have to consider that 20 years ago, there wasn't a full and deep concept of sustainability. Uh, at the time was starting the idea of charity, you know, the, the, the concept of social donations. But then the environmental issues started to increase, to increase their importance. So we had the phases in which uh, the most applied strategies was corporate social responsibility. Then started the, the three pillar approach driven by the ESGs, so environmental, social and governance. And at that time, we decided to, to embrace the creating share value approach. So the way in which we can merge the opportunities for the stakeholders, for the territory, together with the opportunities for the company. What was really surprising for me was how fast is increasing especially the sensibility especially at the corporate level about those topics you know it took a while at the beginning but now for instance when i talk with my peers i can feel really an high level of cautiousness, you know, about those topics. That doesn't mean that everything is already done, but it means that at least the problem or the opportunity, let me say, is, is well clear. Mm. Yeah, and it's, it's always interesting to look back and also realize how far we've come. <laughs> it's, it can be helpful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so now I'd like to talk a little bit more about the solar sector more generally, and hear your opinion on the role that sustainability should play in guiding our sector into the future. Yeah, you know, the renewable sector, generally speaking, is right now in a central role. Uh, we are expecting a, a huge boost to the growth of, of this sector. But once solar, for instance, will be mainstream, Probably that will be the, the moment in which we are going to face some issues, some kind of pressure in terms of social and resources usage aspects. So that will be the moment in which we are going to be ready to face those kind of pressures. And that will be the moment in which we are going to be sure that we are fully applying sustainability within our processes. So let's talk a little bit about more your your personal experience with sustainability and, and how sustainability manifests in your day-to-day -day life and maybe some things that you're doing or some strategies you're doing to enhance sustainability in your life. Okay, let, let me think. Uh, yeah, the, the, the first thing is, you know, I'm trying to have a, a well-balanced diet, mm -hmm. not, not only for, for, you know, healthy reasons. But you, sh you, should, you should remember that the so-called food system is accounting right now for the 30% of the global greenhouse gases emission, mm -hmm. for, if I'm not wrong, roughly 70% of water withdrawals and 80% of desertification. So every one of us can play a role in mitigating this impact, applying a diet that is based mainly on, on vegetables. We, we should reduce the consumption of meat, especially the red one, that has a, a mm -hmm. huge CO2 mm -hmm. impact. We should avoid food waste uh, and, and we should push for the usage of seasonable ingredients, for instance. 
that that's the first thing that I'm 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 using right now. That the, the, mm-hmm. the first thing that I'm trying to do. The second one is using my bicycle. You know, I, I'm living in a quite chaotic city like like Rome, and since I was a student at the university, I, I discovered that for the short medium way, the the, be, the best way was to use bicycle. You know, is the most effective way to, to get that certain place that's also a way in which we can promote the green transportation you know clearly at the beginning at that time it was quite tricky because it was quite you know quite dangerous to go around Mm -hmm. the city with the bicycle but right now the sensibility is growing so for instance in Rome we have right now a lot of of spaces for bicycle we have we have a bunch of bike paths so it's easier right now Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and probably now it's 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 better for your mental health to bike as well. Yeah. I, I know yeah. driving in Rome is very scary. So, <laughs> but but you know, as I was saying, we have spaces now. We have a lot of bike paths that mm-hmm. you can from from outside the city. You can go within the center, so it's easier. It's easier right now. That's that, that sounds great. I'll, I'll have to make sure I, I I get a bicycle next time I'm in Rome. Yeah, yeah. So, as a very final question, I like to ask all of my guests for recommendations for our listeners. So is there a book or a documentary or or something else that listeners could look to to learn more about sustainability or, or even renewables in general? Yeah, I, I would suggest a couple of readings, you know. Great. The first one is more classic, you know, in a way romantic. The second one is more technical, is dedicated to the person, to the people that would like to do a deep dive within, mm-hmm. especially the solar sector. So the first one is the encyclical letter that Pope Francis wrote in 2015. And then it's a quite a nice reading because more or less the task, the main task is how we could, should, and we, we could and we should take mm-hmm. care of our common home you know the way is uh, through the full application of the full sustainable and integral development that that that's the way it's really it's really nice that 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 letter the second one as i was saying is more technical you know it's a, a recent position paper that we published as NL Green Power together with Arup and is related to the solar power industry Within this document, you can find a prevision of the possible future scenario for for this sector, uh, some example of our practices. You can find that document, especially in our website, nlgreenpower.com slash learning up. Well, that's great. Those are two excellent recommendations. And I'd like to thank you again for being here today, Massimo. It's It's been a great conversation. It was my pleasure. Sustainability means more than simply reducing emissions. To be sustainable requires taking into account the environmental, economic, and social dimension of the entire value chain. Solar Power Europe recently released its first ever Solar Sustainability Best Practices Benchmark, which investigates key sustainability considerations for the solar sector, presenting state-of-the-art sustainability practices. Discover all the insights of the study at solarpowereurope.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time, shine on.